Nothing knows. Nothing knows. Welcome back to the Nothing Old Podcast. You're here with Brian Hanna, as always, and I have uh, Ben Woodbury from Madu's Nation helping me out. And we also have a special guest, uh, Forrest Samalonis from Forest Flags. He's going to be our special guest today. He's here to talk about his company and everything that, that he's doing. And then we're also going to talk about the uh, promotion for the uh, Christmas wish list that, that Ben put together. So we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Um, this is going to be one of our special episodes leading up into Christmas. So the format might be uh, a little different. We might cover a few things we normally wouldn't, but uh, we're here for all the other companies and all these uh, small companies and veterans that are trying to uh, make an impact in the world. So um, with that, that's my intro. I'm going to turn it over to Ben to introduce himself, say hi, and then we'll say hi to Forrest and bring him on and then we'll, uh, we'll get into it. So, Ben, how you been? What's new? Good, good. How is everybody doing? Um, thank you for having me back. Of course. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here with you and, um, you know, and get to talk to get to talk to a new guest, a, a veteran, a very special guest, uh, a good friend of mine and, and a good friend of the veteran community. And then uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you and to your uh, your listeners. So I'll call it the, the nothing owed nation. That's right. That's, that's, that's the new, uh, the new, the new acronym for, uh, for, uh, your followers. So I like good it. stuff. I like it. We're coming up. Cool. And uh, Forrest, I'll turn it over to you. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell everybody uh, a little bit about yourself and then we'll, uh, we'll get your background. All right. Sounds good. Uh, hello. And, uh, you know, again, thanks guys for having me on here. This is awesome. Uh, yeah, of course, you know, when Ben reached out, I was just like, yeah, dude, this is, this is, this is great, man. This is like the next step. Um, so my name is Forrest. Um, I'm from Shemung, New Jersey, born and raised. And uh, we actually, like I was telling you guys earlier, we actually just moved back out here about three and a half years ago. Um, so we were out, we were living closer to Philadelphia, uh, still in Jersey, but um, we ended up, you know, just coming back out to our roots. Uh, my wife's from right around the corner, the next town over. So, um, you know, we figured it was time. The kids are still young. So, uh, you know, we weren't like pulling them out of school, uh, you know, like in the fifth or sixth grade or whatever. So, uh, we decided to do it. Where were you living before that? Uh, we were over in, uh, Morristown, okay. Mo Morristown, New Jersey. Uh, okay. like I said, it's closer to Philly, still in the uh, Burlington County area. Uh, there's a Morristown up North. So a lot of people get that confused a lot. It's like all the way up. It's like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're down like South Jersey. Very cool. Very cool. Just, just below Trenton. All right. And one of the most important things about you is you are a Marine. So are you still, yep. uh, active duty reservist or have you, uh, checked out? No, no, yeah, no. I, uh, I enlisted in 1999 into okay. the, uh, Marine Corps reserve. Okay. Um, went to boot camp January of 2000. Um, and then after that went over to, uh, Camp Geiger over down at Campbell June uh, for infantry school. Um, I'm an 0311. And uh, after that, uh, you know, went back home, did the reserve thing till uh, 
shortly after 9-11, our unit got activated and we went down to Camp Lejeune and we were basically down there for a year uh, in place of a unit that was, you know, over in Afghanistan. Okay. Um, So we were down there for about a year. Uh, And it was, it was cool. Um, You know, we experienced a little bit of what active duty was like. And uh, I want to say it was, uh, July of that year, we went to Kosovo. Uh, we, our, uh, company actually got tasked with like a, you know, quote unquote, like real world mission. So we went to Kosovo, uh, it was like a peacekeeping operation or whatever. We were there for like a month and a half, which was, which was cool. Um, because like I said, before that, we were basically, you know, we were reservists, you know, like we once a month, you know, two weeks out of the year. Yeah. So, um, so we did that final formation basically at the end of that year, uh, you know, company Gunny says, you know, just stand the fuck by because something's about to kick off. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we were back down there in March, the beginning of March of 03 and then over in Iraq. Uh, you know, we were down at Lejeune for maybe a couple weeks and then over into Iraq. Uh, basically stayed in Nazarea um, the whole time. We did some um did some patrols up north uh not too far north but um but our main area of op- operation was Nazarea uh we left there in uh I guess it was like July went back down to retrograde and then um you know flew out of Kuwait or whatever and back okay. home um and then went back into the reserve status and did that until uh I got out in 2006 okay so um so uh, work history wise, like while I was in, um, you know, like I worked pretty much ever since I was like 15 yeah. and, uh, you know, worked on some farms, uh, did whatever I had to do, uh, pumped gas. That was probably one of my favorite jobs and still probably <laughs> the, the one job I'd be like, yep, if you're hiring, I'm going. So, um, so did that for a little bit and then I got, um, you know, I moved up a little bit. I went to work for, uh friends of ours out here they have a uh, water well drilling business okay. so they drill wells for water and shit so uh did that for a couple years and then um ended up you know and then and that was in between like my uh deployment to iraq and all that kind of stuff so i came back from iraq went back to work and then um in 2008 i uh went to the police academy okay. and became a police officer so i've been a police officer now for uh you know, a little over 12 years, um, going into my 13th year. So, um, yeah. So, uh, toughest job on the planet. Thank you. Thank you for that, uh, by the way. Thanks, (laughs) Thanks, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, me and my wife, we got married, uh, we were together for a while. I mean, she's, she's been with me since like uh, we got together in like 2002, 2000 or 2001. And, um, you know, we got married in 07. And, uh, so we're going on number 14 this year. We got two kids and, um, yeah. Just yeah, to, I'd absolutely. like to get your opinion. Like has, what you, how have things changed on the street or have they, cause it, the public perception is that, you know, that the, how can I say this? the attitude towards police has changed quite a bit. And I'm curious if, if you're seeing that on the street level or is that just kind of the media blowing that out of proportion? 
No, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. I, I was saying um, before, I guess, this, I don't know if you want to call it a second round or whatever, but um, after the, the, the Michael Brown shooting um, right. that happened back in like, I think it was like 2014, um, you know, it, shit was crazy everywhere. Um, and, you know, and then they started rolling out, you know, the body cameras and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it, it seemed like, um, it, it just had started to come around, mm-hmm. um, as far as, you know, like things started to seem a little bit more normal. Uh, you know, like for instance, when I first started in 2008, um, you know, we'd walk into the Wawa, you know, you have Wawa's out there. Now that's a grocery store, right? Or like, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a, a, yeah, it's like a little convenience store or whatever. Okay. Now they're now, now they all have gas stations okay. with them okay. and shit like that. So they're, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're big out here. So, um, you know, we would go there, you know, like midnights or whatever. We'd, we'd all meet up like whatever around midnight, one o'clock, whatever, get some coffee and just shoot the shit or whatever. And people would come in, Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Whatever. And, after the like the Michael Brown shooting, um, it, it just it was crazy. I mean, like we'd walk into Wawa during the day or whatever, right. and uh, you, you get that look like, well, "What are you doing in here? Like, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be out in the street. Like, you know, you, you know, yeah. uh, no breaks are allowed. No, you know, so um, it's tough. I mean, you're always you're always right out in front and in, in front of everybody. So, uh, the eyes always on you. And then it just seemed like it was a lot more, um, you know, scrutiny and all this kind of stuff. Um, so like I said, it, it just, it seemed like it was starting to come around again. And then, um, like to where things were like normal and, and, you know, people were actually like, you know, waving and all that stuff. And I know there's a, there's a ton of supporters out there, um, you know, that support police and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, it just seems like they're not, they're, they're the ones not being heard. You know, you see all the, all all the negative stuff and, and, um, but yeah, so some, um, some events happened last year, which, uh, led to this year being, um, I've actually been out of work since like end of April. Um, so in a way, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not there right now. So, okay. Okay. um, but, but I, I do know that it's, uh, it's been tough on those guys, you know, uh, like, like real tough, you know, and then, and then, and then with all the COVID stuff on top of that, right. Um, you know, so yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's, so, it's, it's like coming back around again to where it's like, it's, it's just bad, you know? So Forrest as a, you know, and it, I, I know you probably don't want to, talk about this too much but as a outsider looking in you know our family's a big you know support the boys in blue support the boys in red uh family um but i i I also am a a realist that listens to i try to listen to both sides of the argument on every level um so you know when you hear these defund the police statements right um which which is 
you know, taking it for its, its, its word, you know, defund the police is, is a little bit comical to me. Um, how, how do you, so, so as an outsider looking in, I feel like that should be the, the opposite should be being said, right? Um, I think we should fund the police more. If there is, you know, I'm one and I'll, I'll stand up and say it, that I don't think that there is a, um, you know, in police departments across the country, I don't think there is a systemic problem. I think that there's, probably a percentage just like in every profession across the board there's mm-hmm. there's a percentage of good there's a percentage of crappy and there's a percentage of people just showing up and getting their paycheck right mm-hmm. exceptional bad and then the guys in the middle just trying to get paid and get home every night right so but that percentage of bad obviously is being focused on in our country so when they say defund the police my opinion is is that 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 banner should be give the police more money. I feel like if there is a problem somewhere, shouldn't we be giving more funding for more training for more, you know, education rather than taking funds away, which then causes less, less good cops on the street, less good cops or less mediocre cops, let's say, or new cops Mm -hmm. to be trained the right way or, you know, and less community involvement. Right. I mean, there's a disconnect obviously in some of these, um, some of these, uh, you know, less fortunate communities, poor, you know, poor communities with the police, that there's just this lack of trust, right? There's no connect. Um, I mean, do, do you, what's your opinion on that whole defund the police platform? I mean, is that, I, where are you at you know, on that? I, I tend not to even, you know, cause like, it's, like you said, as soon as you hear it, you hear that word, those words, it's like, what are we talking here? You know, they, they, and, I try not to watch the news just because I, I just, I just get so frustrated, man. I'm yeah. like, you know, and as much as I want to, I want to, you know, I want to see what's going on and whatever, but it's like, my God, it's either way left or way right. I mean, there, there is like, no, it, you just don't know. You don't even know what to believe, you know? And, and I started hearing that, um, you know, and again, this is hearsay. So, uh, you know, I hear New York, they, you know, New York city, they, you know, took away all these specialized units, you know, which New York city is, you know, I forget how many police officers they have. They have a shit ton. So, um, it's they like were taking, all, it's something, it's something crazy like that. 30, 40, 50,000, but they're taking these specialized units away that, um, are there, you know, undercover or yeah. whatever, like these vice squads and shit like that. And, and they're, they're taking them out because the, the money's not there now in the budget. And, right. and then the crimes are happening and, you know, I mean, those guys, you know, the police department I work for, it's, I mean, nowhere near that size. I mean, it's, it's, it's basically like a, it's a small police department and, you know, we would come in and maybe have like an accident pending, uh, you know, cause we were on a, a pretty busy highway. So, um, or a busy highway ran through town. So we'd come in for the night shift or the, or the day shift or whatever, and there, there'd be an accident or some type of like a, like a non-priority call waiting, man, these guys, like we're not too far from Camden. I'm sure you guys heard you're mm-hmm. Camden, New Jersey, um, you know, which is right, uh, right before Philly. And, um, y- you know, it's like, those guys are walking into calls like from like the day before and shit. Like, it's like, it, you know, and they're going to defund or take away money from these cities that already need as much as they can get, you know? You know, right, uh, right. so it, it, it's, uh, I just, I don't even, uh, 
I, when I hear those words, man, I'm just like, oh man, it's just it's. Does your it's brain fear. shut off? <laughs> because because they get they get uh, hit in my opinion, like the hardest because they're funded by, you know, like Kansas City's like funded by the state basically. So, um, you know, they're going to be the ones that like, and just like New York City, they're going to be the ones that hurt, you know, more Philadelphia police. I mean, geez, those guys, it's just like, it's unreal. And uh, one last thing, but uh, about this, because I just get like so fired up, but, um, you know, couple officers went to serve a warrant or whatever. Next thing you know, there's like this big shootout that one of the police officers, this is in Philly, one police officer is like, it, it went into like an apartment building or some shit and there was like two houses or whatever. Anyway, the one dude ends up getting like locked down or upstairs or something and whatever. And there's like a shootout going on and there's people on the street just like, like throwing rocks at the cops and shit like that. Like, and these guys are literally on the street protecting these residents that are just walking around and whatever, like they're telling them, get back, get back, you know, whatever they're there protecting them and all that kind of stuff. And they're, you know, they're getting rocks thrown at them, video being videotaped the whole time, like just taking them off focus of what they're trying to do. I mean, they're they're, they're trying to, you know, and, uh, and then like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it frustrates me, man. Well, it's, it's definitely, uh, uh, Brian and I've had this conversation off, off camera many times where it's, you know, it's this among, you know, a dozen other topics where it's two Marines and an army guy aren't going to figure it out. You know, we don't have the answer. I just, I just wanted to hear your opinion, you know, just yeah, it's like what I was saying is like, you know, there is, there's, there's that 10%, uh, whatever you want to, how many percent you want to call it, but like, you know, there's just, there's always those and uh you know which which totally just smears you know everybody whether it's in the military or police firefighter you know um because these guys are out there and i guess i don't know my opinion i just think people just they just want to be able to do whatever they want and so you know what better people yeah, that's... take take off the street is, is the police so you know but. That's a sad thing too, is, is I think a lot of this conversation that should be happening gets gets taken away from because of uh, you know, people taking advantage of the situation. You know, you start having I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole yeah. of, you know, just clowns. I mean, honestly, just clowns taking yep. advantage of a situation that, you know, in the name of uh, some sort of um, you know, cause, right? I'm a I'm a snotty, you know, 19-year-old white kid that just got thrown out of college, but you know, one thing I'll add to that and then we'll move on to our next topic, but my uh, grandfather was a cop in Chicago from uh mid-50s to almost the end of the 70s and he would tell me stories that they would in the projects they would have barbecues in their bathtubs in the middle of winter and then the Chicago Fire Department would have to respond and put out the fire in the project, you know, so the whole building didn't burn down. And the fire department will get shot at as they're responding to put out a fire in a massive, you know, apartment complex. And uh, so, of course, you know, police would have to respond to keep the firemen from getting shot. You know, and that was in the 60s or 70s or whatever it was. And uh, the reason I bring that up is I, I think I have hope because I think things are cyclical. And I'm hoping this is kind of a down point in everything. Cause I think people are starting to realize that maybe we've gone a little too far. <laughs> you yeah. know, I think there are, you know, we, I mean, we can talk about this for hours, but 
you know, there are certain issues that maybe should be addressed, but what people are advocating for right now is just so far beyond any reasonable, <laughs> but we'll move on. Otherwise I'll get on my soapbox and then uh, we'll never, uh, we'll never end the show. <laughs> yeah. We won't, we won't learn about, uh, I I'm curious Forrest. you know, when did you tell us, tell us about your, um, about your current company, uh, Forest flags. And, and, and I'm curious how you learned the skill to, to do what you're doing there. Yeah. Well, uh, so back, it, it really doesn't take too much skill and I'll, I'll, you'll, you'll see why. Um, Don't tell the listeners yeah. that you got to act like it's the hardest thing to do in the well, world. It, it is. It, it's crazy. Cause you know, with the homeschooling going on and shit and the kids <laughs> on it and now it's tough, man. So, uh, no, so basically, uh, I was at my buddy's house, uh, like last, it was like around last Halloween time and, uh, took the kids over there doing some, you know, carbon pumpkins and shit. And, um, I looked up and he had, he had this Gadsden flag, you know, the don't tread on me flag. And, um, and it was wood. And, uh, so I was like, yo, you know, you know, like, dude, that's awesome. You know? And he's like, uh, he goes, yeah, I, I made it. I'm like, you did. He's like, yeah. So, uh, I said, well, how'd you do it? You know? And he's like, oh, I just got some wood. I, I burn it, stained it. And then, uh, I got this. So the union, the union parts, right. The carved parts, I actually get them from a veteran owned business. Okay. Down in Texas. Um, I do some spray painted ones. Um, but the engraved ones, actually, they get done by like a CNC router. Um, so when I started this, I came out into the garage. It was like Mother's Day of this year. And I came out. I was like, God, I got to get my wife. Because back in October, last October, I, I purchased two of the, the unions. So I had them sitting around. So I went, went out in the garage and I'm like, all right, I got to make my wife her fucking flag, dude, because, you know, it's Mother's Day and she's been wanting this thing. So I go out and I make it. And as I'm do as I'm doing it, this is like, uh, I'm literally, I'm, I'm standing there and, uh, you know, and like I said, I really, you know, before this, like I took wood shop in, in high school or whatever. And, um, you know, dude, I, I just, I, I have no idea, like when it comes to the math and cuts and all this kind of shit. So, I, I'm like, this, this should be pretty easy. So I get, uh, you know, I, I actually reached out to, uh, or no, when I first started, I just, I went out, I got a torch um, and, you know, some wood or whatever. I already had all these tools because when I first got a house, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Every time I went to Home Depot and shit, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude, chop saw, this, that, whatever. And I have all this shit, air compressors, dude, everything, a freaking a Brad Nauer. I had no idea what the hell Brad Nauer was. I had it and I had a hundred foot of air hose and all the shit. So <laughs> anyway, I go, I go out in the garage and I'm, and I'm doing this and I'm like, I'm like, man, dude, it like, it just, it made me feel good. Like it literally was like, my mind was like, just not where it normally was. You know, it, it wasn't, you know, stressing about this, worried about this, whatever. It was like, it was like, I was just like, uh, in this like you know fucking uh like happy gilmore and shit like in a happy place i was like you know and uh it was awesome so uh, what i did was i sent a text out to like a couple people and um and one being my sister-in-law and i did both i did the american flag and the gadsden flag and so i was like yeah i'm like yo um and i had no idea i was like 
man, I could do this. And I'm telling my wife, I'm like, yeah, sorry, you're not getting your flag. So uh, I'm like, but, you know, I'm going to sell these things for like, you know, whatever, and then donate the rest to, you know, donate proceeds and shit like that to these nonprofits, these veteran nonprofits that, you know, they've helped me out. They still continue to help me out. And they also continue to help veterans out. Um, and it basically was like two, two of the two organizations. So uh, anyway, I boom, send a picture out to my, to my friends and stuff. And um, like I said, one to my sister-in-law, she was like, yo, I want them both. So I was like, nice. So, um, so then from there, I just was like, you know, how can I like, whatever. So I just went to, I went back to Home Depot and freaking bought more wood. Um, and then I was like reaching out to like, um, uh, I reached out to like burns um, Home Depot, but it was in like the height of the pandemic. So like a lot of these places weren't, um, available. So burns this dude, he, he literally, I was like, yo, if there's anything, um, I said, this is what I'm doing. This is what I plan to do. And now, meanwhile, this is literally like, like a week into this, like I, I made two flags and then, you know, from there. Um, but I was like, this is what, this is what I need to do. This is it. This is, this is what I need to do. I'm like, at this point, um, you know, it was like maybe a, a few weeks, uh, I guess, uh, that I hadn't been working. Um, but I'm like, man, the difference from like forest, then to now, meaning like when I first started making the flags, it was like a, a totally different forest. I mean, it was like, damn, like, you know, it, like I said, it just, it put me in a, a place where I was just like, damn, this, this is awesome. It feels great. And then it also feels great, you know, give back to these, these organizations and stuff that, you know, have helped me. And like I said, helped other veterans and stuff like that. And to, to continue to help veterans. So um, you know, I reached out to a few companies, burns man, the man, the dude was awesome. And he shot me out like four bottles of, uh, or no, I'm sorry, a $50 gift card to home Depot, um, a handwritten note and, uh, a couple torch heads. They couldn't send the bottles. That's what it was. So he got me a gift card. I went to home Depot, bought like four bottles and a map gas and then, uh, you know, whatever. So I, I just started, started going and, and just, you know, getting stained and all this kind of stuff. So this company I order from that basically I went on YouTube and I watched a video that they did and whatever. So, um, it's called that flag company. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. I'm familiar with them. Okay. So, you know, like I said, so I'm like, Oh man, you know, whatever. So it, I'm, I wasn't on social media. So my wife's like, yo man, like, you know, whatever. So I, she's like, I'll start an Instagram. So did that. And then, um, you know, that's when I started like, you know, like reaching out to like these different organizations and, and, and businesses and companies and shit. And, uh, and then, and seeing all you guys out there, like all these veteran owned companies, man, like, you know, for, for years, like when I was a little bit better off, um, I would always do that Murph challenge. Um, oh, right. For, right. For, Mike Murphy, Mike Murphy. Right. So yep. Every year, you know, it was like, you know, that's what I did. It was like, you know, I spent the 65 bucks or 50, whatever it was. I always got the hat, the shirt, came with a sticker. Um, and I'd also had purchased some of their clothing before. So 
the one thing that always stuck with me was that like they had this, they always had a handwritten letter note in there and it would say, thank you forest or, you know, whatever. And I thought that was like, just awesome. So I, I wanted to continue doing that when I started this thing or whatever, but anyway, so I started seeing all you guys out there, um, you know, all these different apparel companies and, uh, you know, like I, we were just talking the other day about tribe skates, you know, like, you know, so I just started seeing them. So, I, you know, start following them all and everything else. And then, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know. And then like just people, um, I had my buddy, you know, help me out with a website, which I'm still trying to figure out. I actually had to, uh, you know, basically stop the, uh, the sales portion of it because I just got slammed with, and it's not a bad thing, but, um, I just got like these huge orders that just came in. So, Wow. I was like, shit. I'm like, what do I do? I said, I don't want, I don't want people to be like putting orders in. And then, you know, I, I can't fulfill them before Christmas, you know, they'll have to wait till after, you know? So, um, so anyway, then I started seeing, can, you know, like, can I ask you uh, real quick, just yeah. from, a, from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. that's a great problem to have more business than you can, you can handle. But yeah. how did you, uh, how did you address that with your customers? Like how did, how did you handle more business than you can actually produce? So basically, uh, we just the other night we were sitting down, me and my wife and, um, you know, she's like something, she, she mentioned something and, uh, about like a cutoff date or something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, yeah, like it's gotta be soon because, you know, like I said, with the order we just got, it was, it was pretty big. So, um, so yeah, so we basically just, we had a cutoff date as of, uh, yesterday, uh, the 23rd. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. So like, you know, like I said, if, if they, because there's, you know, the people that don't have social media, uh, there's the people that do have social media, but they may not see, like, I miss shit all the time, like on there. So I, uh, you know, I, I call my buddy time, like, dude, uh, we got to get something on the website because some of these people may not have social media and they go on the website to go get a Christmas gift or something like that. Like, that's it. You know, like then, then I'm going to have to, you know, I, I just don't want to have to, you know, then refund the money and all this kind of stuff. Cause I'm so new to this, the whole business thing, my, my house is like, and like I said, it's awesome, but like, it's like, holy shit, dude. But like, there's like, you know, I got like 30,000 feet of bubble wrap over there that I was like, uh, I'm probably going to need it. So I bought it. I got stuff down here like uh, dude it's like a, i got a, it's like a packing warehouse up in the in the living room in the basement yeah yeah the garage sounds like is, our house the garage is like a shop and um so yeah i mean it's just you know like i said it's been awesome it's been it's it's been crazy and like i said thank god because you know i was telling ben the other day like with the chain of events that happened um you, you know it almost went from like something that was like a like a, a little hobby, something to put my mind at ease or whatever. Uh, it literally went from that to like survival because like, you know, it, it was like four months, just about four months or so, man. Like I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting a paycheck. So it was like shit. Like, it, you know, it was, it was a little scary because uh, I'm 41 years old and um, I've worked since like, I was about like 15 or so. So I have like never not had a paycheck. Um, so, you know, it, it was pretty crazy. So uh, things are, are, are looking up now, you know? So um, yeah. So, uh, you know, and then uh, 
and going back in the beginning. So like when I first got the social media shit, I saw somebody, uh, I think the company was like multicam or something. And they have like, a, uh, they have those CNC routers. So call them up or email or some shit. And I'm like, yeah. So she calls me back. I'm like, Hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, my name's Forrest and, um, this is what I do. I make these, these fucking flags and shit. And, um, you know, the company I order these from, they say they, they have, they use a CNC router. So she's like, all right. I, I said, yeah. So I, like, I, I'm just like some dude in my garage making these flags. She's like, all right, let's get this out of the way real quick. She's like, uh, for the size that you would need, be like a four by four table, this and that, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you're looking uh, 35 grand. And I, I fucking lost it. I was like, I'm like, what? And she starts laughing. She's like, that's why I like to tell people right away. I'm like, holy shit. I said, I guess why I'm going to be ordering these fucking, these unions for, you know, um, from here on out for a little while at least, you know? So, uh, so yeah, that, that's what I do. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm basically on the phone with those guys. Um, they're awesome. Father, son, uh, the, the son, actually, I think he's an army vet, um, may have been a pilot. So, um, yeah, apparently, you know, he started the business and then his dad's pretty much, I guess, running the show. It's like, I think it's like a smaller business. Um, I think they got like, I don't know, they put something out saying that they were able to keep people, you know, the, the eight veterans or six veterans, something like that, working through the whole craziness of the pandemic and shit like that. But, um, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, so how many flag designs do you have now? I was just on the website, but how many do you have off the top of your head now? Uh, I know you got, uh, you've got like a large size, you've got a small size and then you've got like a, like a shelf size too. Right. And then, yeah. So, yeah. So there, there's been a couple that I made that were like, uh, the, the four foot, right. Four foot. So they're basically they're four foot by 26. Um, and then the, we call the large size is the 36 inch by, uh, 19 and a half. Okay. And the shelf size is, uh, they're like 18 and a quarter by like nine and a half, 10 inch, something like that. It, it all depends, but usually, uh, it's, it's right around that. It's, like, it's crazy. Sometimes the wood just ends up being a little bit, um, you, you know, some of the strips are a little bit thicker and shit like that. So, um, you know, it's, uh, so I did a ton of cotton, uh, recently cause I got a, t- uh, order for like 20, um, of the, the little guys. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. so I was out there like ripping wood and shit like that. And, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, like I said, I, I, you know, they always say what, like measure twice, cut once. I'm like, fucking, I measure like 30 times. I cut eight, whatever. I, dude, I don't even know, man. I'm like, you know, and like I said, it, do just, you, when you mark your measurements, do you do it in crayon or do you use a pencil? No, I'm usually eating the crayon. So uh, yeah, I don't, fu- I never, I never have, I never have anything. I never have anything to write with. So I'm all, you know, but, uh, Oh, I got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. For, our uh, listen- for the listeners out there, they probably don't even know what the hell we're talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Brains eat crayons. <laughs> so I know you got, you've got the gas and flag, which is the don't tread on me. The snake famous flag. Mm-hmm. You've got the regular union, right? Yep, the regular. You got the uh, Betsy Ross. Yep, you got the Betsy Ross. Then you got the Mount Trump more, right? Yeah, yeah. I still got a couple of them left, man. I, I was, uh, I, you know, I, so one of my buddies was like, "Yo," he goes, "Can you do this?" And I'm like, "Well," I said, "Let me call the designer, you know, and um, you know, let me see what the, what they can do." 
so he, he you know he had like a t-shirt or some shit so <laughs> fuck i called down there and they're like yo what's going on Forrest? you know he says uh we can get you i think we could do that for us we can uh you know get there and then get the stars in there and also i was like all right <laughs> uh so so then there was another one that he wanted was the uh i call it the republican party but i i don't know what they call it it's uh it's like with uh trump uh eisenhower or roosevelt uh lincoln and they're all they're all drinking and shit and trump's got like a glass of water you could tell they're all drinking whiskey but he's got a glass of water so that was another one he's like yo he's like you think you know you can get you can get this done or whatever i was like so i called him up i'm like yo he's like yeah we we could do this but you know we can't put we won't be able to put the stars on it so that that's on the website too but um did a couple of those a couple i i guess i did about maybe 10 trump moors um you know so uh, i like that we gotta we gotta like patent that name mount trump more (laughs) so like uh yeah so and then like you know some uh this one uh this one company that just they wanted uh like 20 of the small guys engraved uh for their company like the the owner's uh company to give out to his employees or customers maybe uh, um and uh, uh it's just it, it's free it's it's awesome i mean literally it's like um and these i know guys, we gotta get a we gotta get a Maduce, uh nation flag done our logo flag that'd, that'd be cool yeah yeah and get yeah. a nothing owed podcast one done and get them get them up in the in the background yeah yeah Very cool hey just yep. out of curiosity yeah. like are you of uh, are you taking mostly custom orders or are most people just ordering just uh, pre-existing design on the website what do you what do you feel uh, popular? well you know like a lot like the website um uh you know gets i guess some traffic like i said i'm I'm like so far behind on like the, uh, you know, when I was talking with Ben the other day and I'm like, what do I need, dude? I'm, I'm picturing like fucking microphones and shit. And like, you know, like this all the podcast. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, dude, just fucking like, you know, the earbuds from like the, the iPhone and shit. Right. So my, my, my 11 year old's down here beforehand. He's like, he's helped me set up and shit. And he's going, he's like, I'm like, shit, do you have one like for the computer? I said, because you know, this one here plugs into my phone. Yo, and this this mug's like, he goes, he goes, yo, here's the microphone. I'm like, that's a fucking microphone. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how the fuck, like, but uh, you know, what they they all know that shit. So, um, so yeah, I'm so like so far behind. So, um, with a website, I, I'm like, uh, you know, whatever. But the amount of orders that come in on there are far less than the ones I get, like just from like social media. Okay, like I'll get like I'll get like an inbox, and it'll say. Like, hey, you know, can I get one of these or whatever? Or, um, or friends will text and just say, hey, can I get this or whatever, you know? So, uh, I, I think that once um, I did one for, I, I shouldn't say I, but I, I made a flag for uh, this company, Riggs Disler. It's like a utility company, basically. Um, I'm not exactly sure. They're East Coast. I'm not sure if they're out West yet. They may be. Um, but they have an office right in Cherry Hill, which isn't too far from here. So they reached out um, a couple months ago and they wanted like six and they wanted their logo engraved and all that shit. So I sent it out, you know, down to Texas and uh, say, yeah, no, no problem. That's good. Basically, as long as you can get like a good, like they call it like vector art or some shit. Mm-hmm. 
you know so you, you guys probably know about this i don't i'm like vector art what the so basically you get a good picture they can pretty much do anything because what they do is they put it in the software uh for the cnc machine so um and then it goes from there i don't know if you guys ever seen um veteran woodco on instagram i have i have he's a, he's, he's a marine and uh he, dude his shit is like oh but he's got one of these freaking badass machines dude and they it like it's just crazy, man. The shit he he can do. Um, so dude, he's I'm, up. He's dude, up. I'm I'm kind of disappointed now. I'm I'm like I was picturing you outside, like under a big tree out east, with like a chisel and a hammer, like taking a call. Like, and your wife would come out to the porch and go, "Hey, Forrest, we need another Mount Trump more." And you were like, "I'm on it, honey." And like you threw, yeah, like I was, you, I was, I was like, like you yo, spit into a spittoon, and then you just got out your hammer and chisel, and one at a time, your hand. So you're telling me this is all technical, technologically sound. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm on, I'm on it like this. I'm like, yo, uh, Tim, hey, how you doing, man? Can you, uh, yeah, I need, I need a couple more of these. All right, Farsi, no problem. I'll, I'll get them out. So uh, yeah, that's about it, man. That, that's uh. So, so dude, I I love him up, dude. He's probably like, what the fuck? He sees my number calling. He's probably like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, uh, hopefully that didn't offend anybody. But uh, so I um started getting like once I did the Riggs Distler, they put something out on social media, and it fucking like it it just went berserk. I start I was getting hit up from like um these like companies that are they're local but they must follow you know Riggs Disler and then next thing you know they're like hey I want two of my company logos so the company logos actually I think they're starting to like supersede the like the traditional flat like whether it's gotcha. the Betsy Ross or the or the the 50 star so um but I you know like I really don't sleep that much so <laughs> I'm I'm literally like you know Oh shit, you know, like wh- whatever. Like just when I first started doing this, I was watching videos and everything else on this. And uh and I was watching these guys, man, that do it like they'll fucking take out their Dremel and shit and they'll fucking each fucking star. Yo, fuck that, man. I I'd probably still be on my first one. Um <laughs> so I just uh yeah, I mean I dude, I love it up, dude. I, I cut it, you know, I cut the wood, fucking burn it, shit, stain it, and then uh you know, and then I do do like I bought like a bunch of stencils and shit, like because like I said, I'm, I'm like so I'm like oh yeah, dude, fucking I'm like yeah, give me a stencil pack. I want this and that, whatever. So um, I started doing some, so I, I did some spray painted ones or whatever, and then uh, I hit up like so. This is what I was loving. I, I love it up. There's uh, Quarantine Woodworks. There, um, this dude. Um, oh fuck, man, I got to look up his name now. Now I feel bad, but he. Uh, you know, I just hit him up one night. I'm like, yo, I'm like, uh, how the fuck do you get your stars so good, man? And he, he was like, oh, no, like right away, not, no hesitation, nothing. So this is getting into like the business part. Um, and just tell me if I'm rambling, dude, because I just now I'm like, I'm in it and I'm like, I don't want to stop. No, so, no, go for it, man. The, uh, so I, I, I hit him up. And like I said, what I love about this community is that like, you know, at least the dudes I've talked to so far, man, they're like, whatever you need, dude. Like, you know, um, no problem help. Like, you know, cause you know, he makes flags, you know, I'm like, so I'm asking him shit. Now he could be like, fuck off. Like, you know, I'm like, 
you know, but dudes aren't like that, man. Like this community is just, it's, it's awesome. I, I reached out to, uh, you know, uh, you know, bottle breacher and, you know, I'm like, I'm like, Hey dude, it's, it's forest. And, and like, sometimes, you know, people don't get back cause they may be like, uh, cause I mean, there's so much shit like spam and all that stuff, but I'm just like, yo, you know, my name's Forrest that, you know, give them my deal and all this stuff. And, um, I'm like, Hey, you know, like send me like, if you got business cards, you got pamphlets, you got anything like coupon cards, whatever. I'm like, send them, I'll put them in my flags. So when I sell the flags, I it, now I'm like now I got a decent sized stack of of business cards, uh, whether they're local businesses or veteran businesses, and uh, you know it, it's just cool because like going back to the whole social media thing, like some people may not have social media or some people may not have ever heard of Bottle Breacher, you know a lot of people have, but uh, you know so I throw that in there. Uh, Vets for Child Rescue, uh, Craig Sawyer, he's you know former Marine. Um, well, Marine, former Navy SEAL. And, uh, you know, he, he does, he does all that stuff for like, uh, child trafficking and all that shit, but he's got this nonprofit called vets for child rescue. Um, so great I organization. Out, yeah. Like I reached out to them and, or actually I fucking Instagrammed them. And now here's some dude that's like, you know, he, he's, you know, he's all, he's like famous and shit, you know? And, and, um, he's like, yeah, he's like, here, here's my marketing or whatever she was a marketing director or something. And, uh, I hit her up, man. They sent out like these bracelets, um, a fuck shit ton of, uh, pamphlets. And I include them. And I've been called a couple times already on that. You know, they, they, uh, you know, people have called me and they said, Hey, you know, when we got your flag, you had this information on there, blah, 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 whatever. So, you know, I, I tell them as much as I can tell them. And then I say, look, just, you know, reach out to them. That's what they're there for. Um, I put, um, you know, uh, family psychological services. Uh, I got a pamphlet. Now they're local. They're, they're out our way, but still I put it in there, man, because you know, I don't know everybody that's buying my flags. So it could be somebody that's living down in Virginia beach, but could have been from our area. So, you know, they may open it up and say, Oh shit. Yeah man, I need to talk to somebody, man. I need to talk to somebody. And you know what? I'm getting discharged this fucking Friday. So you know what? When I go back to Jersey, hey, maybe I'll hit, hit these people up, you know? So, um, uh, you know, like I said, so I'm literally, I'm hitting everybody up and I'm like, hey, look, man, like, you know, you guys got anything? I'll, I'll throw it in my, people love to get shit, you know? Yeah. So when they open up that package and there's like, you know, I usually write off a handwritten note, um, and then now, like I said, I got some local businesses and then I also have, um, you know, like vets for child rescue, uh, veterans with a sign. You guys seen those guys? Yeah. It's fucking, it's funny as shit. So like, and they're for the cause, man. Like they're just, you know, they're out there the other night I hit them up after I heard about my buddy, you know, um, you know, taking his own life. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, that was the second guy in the past like 30 days. So I went on their Instagram and I'm trying to find, cause I know they had signs up about shit like that. And, but I'm like, I was literally in the garage. I was doing shit and uh, you know, fucking here it is, man. Like I, I think they're down to maybe, I forget where they're at, but you know, over here in Jersey, it may have been like 10, 11 at night. And I just hit them up and I'm like, yo man, I'm sorry, dude, but do you have like, 
I know you have them, but I just, I just can't find it right now. And like, I just want to get something out there, man, because, uh, the shit's got to like, something's got to happen, man. Something's got to change, uh, the shit. Like I'm sick and tired of, you know, I'm sick and tired of getting the call or the text saying it happened instead of like getting a call or a text from the veteran that like just needs to talk, you know, that yeah. needs Amen. To, you know, like I, I'm just, you know, it's, it's, there's so many, there's so many things, man. So like, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, I reached out to like veteran solutions. They're like, they're out, I think in like on the West coast, uh, Navy seal, you know, and they, they started this shit like this and, and like a lot of good dudes, man. Like, and, uh, if I, if I have a chance, I'd like to just rattle off some, yeah, um, please. but you know, like I said, it's, uh, so just like a few that, um, you know, military, uh, veterans, uh, that, that run these companies and there, there's, you know, it goes from fucking the bottle breacher, Eli Crane, you know, like to, um, you know, Templar Medical, uh, another great company, veteran-owned, and uh, they're based out of Virginia Beach. Uh, like, awesome, awesome stuff, man. Like, um, I've bought, like, you know, and I like to support other veteran companies, you know, like, because we got good shit, man, right? Like, my deuce, man, I, I, it wasn't like, I'm like, fuck yeah, I want that shirt. And when I got it, I knew what to expect. The shirt, fucking, like, nice and soft. Uh, the shirt I'm wearing right now is from um, Dom Razzo. He's another Navy SEAL um, that has, you know, Dynamis Alliance. You know, he's down yeah. in Virginia Beach and he's got all, you know, so like uh, same shit, man. I, it's like, I know what to expect, you know, like, you know, if I'm spending 30, 35 bucks on a t-shirt or whatever, I know what I'm getting. Um, you know, Mrs. Claus made a fucking order the other day to Ma Deuce and, uh, we were fucking, lo- oh, dude, we're, it's just cracking up. And I'm just like, you know, we walk around the house like fucking my days, boy. And uh, I, I just, dude, I can't wait. Like, I, I can't wait for fucking Christmas. So, uh, but like, um, Tribe Skates, again, another one I was telling Ben uh, the other day, um, you know, like middle of the night, I'm up and I'm, you know, I'm on Instagram. I'm like, my fucking mind's going shit. And uh, I was like, to get one of their shirts they had fucking badass shirts with a big indian's head on it and shit and another virginia based uh virginia beach based company navy seals um and you know they do this shit with the skateboards where they burn them like they they hook these fucking like jumper cables up to them and then they like fucking burn a shit and it's it's awesome and the whole process is is crazy they have apparel so i went on i'm like yeah i want to get one and as I'm scrolling through, I, I come up to this, like, fuck, it, it says Gold Star Family Member uh, Charity or whatever. So basically what they do is they, you donate, it's like uh, 75 bucks or whatever. And that goes towards them taking uh, like a Gold Star Family Member, uh, like, a, like a child or whatever, and teaching them, like, they teach them how to skate. They teach them all this shit. They teach them how to, to work on those boards and and to make it and i'm like man fuck the t-shirt i'm like you know i'll get one later but like that is fucking awesome so i was like you know times two let's do it man like um so like military bjj uh military brazilian jiu-jitsu they're another great um you know outfit that that's out there for you know 
mental health and all that shit. That was one of my outlets, um, you know, before back when I was like, good. Um, that was one of my outlets, man. It was, it was awesome. I loved it. And, um, you know, but with everything going on, I, I just, unfortunately I can't get there and all that stuff. So, uh, but so, so, yeah. so you, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you mm-hmm. go, you were going to a jujitsu gym to, to, to help you find your happy place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's awesome. you know, it was, it was great. I, I trained with, uh, uh, Phil and Rick Miglaris, uh, the Miglaris brothers out of, uh, Philly, they own balance, um, balance studios and, uh, main, their headquarters is, uh, in Fishtown now in Philly. Um, and their cousin, uh, Frank Ambriefi, he's, uh, he owns Gracie Northeast, which it, it's, they're all balanced, you know, affiliates or whatever. Gotcha. But, um, gotcha. So I would train over there in the city. And then, um, so I, I can't wait. I, I'm, you know. Yeah. Too many of our sisters and brothers don't, don't know where or how, um, I don't even know how to say it, but you know, don't have a process, I guess, to, to take their mind from, I mean, even if you, you don't have to be And Brian, I've talked about this a million times. You don't have to be the Navy seal or the green beret going a million miles an hour. Right. Um, Right. The the truck mechanic, the dental assistant that has spent time and seen things and done things and been at an operation pace. Um, It's a different world when you, when you separate and you come into civilian world. Uh, We were talking about a little bit earlier. I mean, the reason that the three of us are sitting here shooting the shit like we've known each other for 30 years is because we come from a world that's different than where we're living right now. Right. So I think it's great to hear that you've one, that your, your business that you're creating one and growing and two, that you, you know, your jujitsu, um, uh, gym, you know, is a place where you've learned to have a process. And if we can get it, you know, part of some of the stuff that, that I believe in is trying to help these guys, right? If we can give back to our veteran community and then our civilian community, right? And part of the veteran community is, is helping these guys. I mean, guys that are much worse off than me, right? Yep. Uh, mentally, we don't, we don't have the tax dollars. We don't have the, the VA is, you know, while the VA has gotten much better, obviously um, it's still not perfect. Um, and you know, mental health is a key, key, key thing that, um, we just, we gotta find avenues and processes for people, these veterans that need it, um, to find that happy place. It's a, I'm, I'm just excited to hear one, that your business is that happy place. And then two, that working out is a happy place because that's, that's two positives. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's great to hear. And I mean, I just kind of want to add to that. You know, we hear a lot about, you know, suicide. And I know you said you lost another friend, but I think people overlook the value of being productive and being busy. And that's why I love to hear about companies like you. I love to hear about what you're doing. I'd love to hear about all these other companies out there because I think it gives, I think the people that serve in the military are probably wired a little differently from the start. And then once you serve, once you're in that environment, and then once you just suddenly stop, you can't turn your brain off the way a normal civilian can. You have to stay productive. You have to stay busy. You have to stay uh, being kind of that alpha personality, you know, and everyone kind of does it differently. But I'm saying that for anyone out there that's listening that, you know, if you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like you don't know what your purpose is, 
there's so many tools out there to do it. And whether it's, it's, you know, like you said, jujitsu or starting a business or do something like you got to get active. You got to take advantage of, of all the tools that are out there. And I think, I mean, I, I'm not an expert by any means, but I, I think that a lot of the veterans that end up taking their lives, I, I tend, my personal opinion is that they don't have a purpose. It's not necessarily that it's, I think they're depressed because they don't have a purpose anymore. And I think like we're talking about, I think finding a purpose, no matter what it is, whether it's sport or business or even hanging out with other like-minded people, I think the value of that is, is so huge. And I think it's so, I don't think we talk about it enough. I think just getting out there talking to people, you know, is, is, is the first step. And then surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded because I mean, I'll tell you from personal experience, one of the reasons I love doing the show and I love working with all the people I do is, all the people that I've kind of surrounded myself with, with this show, keep me accountable. Because if it was just up to me, I'd forget things. Like things would fall by the wayside. I, I would, I tend to get lazy. I'll admit it. But being around other people keeps me accountable. And I don't think I'm all that different from most any, anyone else out there. So that's just my personal experience, but I really think it's true. And like I said, if, anyone's out there, please, I've offered it before, but anyone out there that's listening, that's struggling, we can reach out to any of us. I'll be glad to offer my expert opinion on whatever it is. <laughs> and I'm sure Ben and, and, and you forced do same way, you know, we're uh, absolutely, absolutely. Man. I, yeah, you know, like the purpose of, of what we're doing and what I want to do with this show is just to get everybody involved and get everybody that I can excited and, and show people that, Hey, if you want to do whatever you can, you can start a business, you can be productive. And you know, one of the things I want to talk about, which we haven't got into, but I do want to get into the health aspect of just jujitsu or even getting outside. You know, there's so many things that I think are involved in mental health and it's, it's diet, it's exercise, it's being productive, it's getting outside. And I think, especially like in, in 2020, especially people are stuck in the house, they're on social media, they're, they're streaming Netflix all day long. Like, mm-hmm this lockdown has forced so many people into so many bad habits. Tell us about, speaking of all of that, you just Mm -hmm. did, Brian and I were talking about the other night and I'm going to, I screwed it up the other night, but what was the charity that you just did down in Texas where you, your logo was on the t-shirt? Yeah. Toughest dude in Texas or veteran strongman. So it was the, uh, uh, so Wes Whitlock is, um, He's owner of Rogue American Apparel, um, uh, Invader Coffee, right? And um, so, two great you products. Know, he, yeah, he, he's another one where, like, you know, like I said, I'm, you know, a lot of my, um, the people that I follow, um, you know, are like veterans or whatever, you know. So, um, I I see him and I'm like, boom, you know, so. so he put something out was like, yo, we need sponsors or whatever. Um, and I, and like I said, I'm, I'm new. The, the first thing I sponsored was my, uh, my, my daughter's soccer team this year, forest flags. We were actually team USA cause they got all the different countries and shit. So we ended up getting team USA. And, uh, so it was forest flags. So I was like, you know, at the time, I mean, it was literally, it was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done it. I mean, I, I should have, but like money wise, I'm like, uh, but I was like, you know what? Like, uh, you know, you guys probably know what, what I'm talking about here, but I, I got that, like, fuck it, whatever, dude, like, fuck it. Let's go for it. You know? So 
There were uh, some big names on that T-shirt, man. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, so I'm like, so I see this thing. It comes on the fucking on his story or something, and it says we still need sponsors, whatever. So I, I was like, fuck it. I emailed him. I'm like, yo, uh, hey Wes, what's going on, man? It's Forrest, you know. And I'm like hoping that he gets it and shit. And uh, he's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, yeah, we we have a. Uh, these are the different. I said, what do you need? And he's like, oh, we just need your logo, and then, you know, for the basically to get on the shirt it was like you know 250 bucks if you wanted like you know the banner and all this shit you know um you know it was like whatever a thousand or fifteen hundred but i was like yo fucking like uh black rifle coffee was on there i think yeah yeah there were some big names man and i'm like i'm like fuck dude so he you know he got back he's like yeah dude whatever so i'm like yeah just the shirt's cool that you know whatever and uh I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm making my way down there. I'm, you know, so like, I was like, I was like, fuck, I got to, and I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, I got to, um, I, I just got to say, fuck it, man. Like, take the risk because so many people I've talked to, they said the same exact thing. Like, I, for one, I had to figure out what the fuck I was going to do back some months ago because I was like, fuck. Like, I was in, I was in a shitty spot. I was, you know, and, you know, so I had to figure it out, man. Like I had to figure it out. And, and so, like I said, I sold a couple flags. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to sponsor my, my daughter's soccer team and fuck it. I'm going to start getting some hats made up and some shirts. You know, my wife's like, you know, she's more so like the voice of reason, like, uh, why don't you hold off? I'm like, fuck it, man. The business is paying for it. So I'm like, you know, so then, you know, the hats and shirts, they sell whatever. So then I'm like, fuck, I want to sponsor this event down there because Wes, you know, he did that shit at his gym. He, veterans, firefighters, first responders, um, they all work out for free down there at his gym. You know, I don't, I don't know the dude. I don't, you know, like whatever, but like, I'm like, that's fucking awesome. That's, that's awesome. I mean, that, you know, here's a dude that could be making a lot more money by charging everybody that went to his gym. But, yeah. you know, first responders, uh, veterans and shit like that, they work out for free. You know, like, and uh, that's cool. Where's that? That's the what city is that in? Texas. Okay, uh, I think it's a uh, Austin. Yeah, they're. I think Rogue Americans. I think their gyms right outside of uh, right outside of Austin. Okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, just going back to like the, the the whole veteran community network. Like, it's just it's like Templar Medical, hands down. Like, well, I almost yeah, they're hands down like the best in. And what they do and the knowledge that they have, the, the, the training that they put forth, uh, it's just, it's, it's the most realistic shit and they give a shit. They, they want people to, you know, like, um, they want people to have that knowledge, you know, like they, you know, they're not just out there like, you know, trying to make money or whatever, like, and, and that's all they give a shit about. I mean, they're out there like, the shit's no joke. I mean, they, 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 they're constantly, and they're constantly like posting stuff. Like I've shared some shit of theirs just because I'm like, fuck the more people need to see that shit, you know, like, and, um, you know, but like, there's just so much good out there and like, just real quick, I guess. Um, but like a little bit ago when, when Brian was talking, it reminded me of like, so when I, you know, Iraq was, uh, you know, like it was, that was like the, 
however you want to call it, like the, the like the top thing, and you know, during the time I was in the in the military, you know, that was that was it. Like, yeah, we went to Kosovo, I, you know, I went to Norway. That was you know training and shit like that. But like Iraq was like that was my thing. So, um, you know, when we left there you know it, it it was fucked up because like the italians had taken over our area um and so like there was a family that we basically like it's it's on the website like on my website under my story but like basically there was like a family that basically like they were ours i mean you know we were holding down the city of nazaria but like this family was like right behind us living in this bomb like bombed out fucking concrete like three wall fucking whatever you want to call it. And um, so we like, we literally had one of our posts like right there, uh, right at their house. So we were constantly, constantly there, constantly see them. And the day we left, the Italians were there for about, they were probably with us for like three, four weeks at, at least just, you know, we were trying to teach them what we were doing and blah, 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 whatever. And uh, you know, the day, the day before we left, man, that father, like, a grown ass man, like just fucking squeeze. They used to call me Sammy Van Dam. You're like, yeah, I could get a kick out of that. But um, so everybody, like all my buddies and shit, would call me call me Sammy. So you know, over there, and you know, fucking, I'm uh, setting up the Constantina wire and shit like that. And some of the the uh, weapons guys were setting up trip flares and all that shit around our the or or uh, our fence. We had like a, a huge. It was like a ten foot concrete wall. The, all the way around it was, it was fortified before we even got there so all we had to do was put some constantina wire up and shit whatever anyway so i'd be up there you know you know no shirt getting a suntan and shit and they'd be like they'd be like van dam you look like van dam so then they would start call all the kids would start calling me sammy van dam sammy van dam so um <laughs> so like the day we left like the day before we left i mean this dad was like you know fucking hugging me squeezing me crying like sammy don't go don't go don't go and like, I, you know, it just, it, that, like, you know, it, to this day, it, it's still, it's, it sticks with me because I'm like, fuck man. Like, you know, I wish we could have, you know, taken them as well as, as well as like other people. Like, I wish we could have taken them back because man, they, they just, they wanted a good life. They wanted to just, they did not want to be there. They, they were scared to death. And the way they felt when we were there was like, that was like, that was everything to me, man. I was like, because I felt it. I was like, man, they, they, they truly, they felt safe with us there. And now we're fucking, now we're leaving. Like, I'm like, fuck. So shortly after that, um, the Italian, they got overran. They got fucked all the, all like basically our whole fucking battalion shit was overran and burned down and everything else. So, uh, you know, something like that just <laughs> plays in my head. Like, um, a lot and and so when i got back i was like you know it's i got into the police work because i was like oh this is you know this will give me something you know like that um you know and i had a void man like i had this void like and you know like i i i fucking filled it man like this a couple months ago with this shit good for you but um, that's great yeah i if you want i mean like i I know i'm going i'm going on and on and shit but uh, that's, that's, that's perfect to hear. And I mean, I, you know, the awesome thing about hearing your story is like every, everything you've said is everything that, 
that I think we've been talking about on the show ever since I've started, you know, it's networking, it's putting out that good, for lack of a better term, that putting out those good vibes, you know, you give of yourself first, you know, and that, that stuff come back, comes back to you. And that that's, that's awesome to hear. I mean, I love everything you said. I love the story of, of how you started. Uh, I love everything you're doing, man. It, it's, it's awesome. And I mean, to be honest, you're the ideal person, like you, what you're doing and what you've done is like you're the exact person I like to talk to because you you're at that point where you decided I'm going to make a change. I'm going to take that first step and I'm going to do something totally different. You know, making wooden flags is, is very far removed from police work, but it's awesome. You know, you're doing yeah. it and you're making it, you're making it work and you're giving up yourself. I, I love it. I love everything you said. Um, I think there's a lot to, <laughs> there's a lot to learn just from you. And in the short time you've, you've kind of been in business, it's, it's really incredible. So I'm, I really appreciate you coming on and, and telling your story. I think well, thanks. it's, it's thanks awesome. Thanks for having me, man. I'd love to hear it. Um, so I think we're, we're coming up on our time here. So I want to be respectful of everybody. Um, but like I said, in the beginning, before we go, this is kind of our special episode because we're launching our uh, Christmas promotion for everybody. So if uh, maybe Ben, if you want to kind of talk about that for a few minutes before we wrap up, kind of give everyone a brief of, of what we're doing and what you got going on. Uh and then uh, just for future reference, I have a few more guests that I'm working on. We'll bring on, um, talk about some more products and things before uh, the Christmas season officially kicks off. So, uh, Ben, you want to give it a few minutes and talk about what's going on and then we'll, we'll say goodbye? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, first, I'm going to make a quick correction. It's not something that I came up with. It's something that you and I came up together. So the, so this is a collaboration so that your listeners don't confuse it. It was a joint collaboration. Nothing, the nothing owed nation and the Maudeuse nation came together for this idea. Um, so well, this is a collaboration. Like, you like give 90. me a lot of credit. So, well, yeah, it's more probably like 90, 10 on you, but I just have a, I, I just have a, a behind the scenes um, social media manager. That's super creative. That, that is probably no, a little right. bit uh, <laughs> that takes it you by know, the hand. So anyway, I, I apologize. So, I apologize to Lindsay because I know she does a lot and I always forget to, to mention her. So I apologize to her because she's doing a no, lot. No, no, so please. I'm going to tell you, that's a whole different uh, week long series of episodes about how creative and amazing my wife is. So, um, but so what we're doing, um, and forest is a big part of this. Um, it really is just following up to, to this whole, uh, episode is, is we've created, um, a little small list of, um, veteran related veteran owned companies. They're all small businesses, um, for what we're calling the, uh, Christmas wish list, um, that we're advertising to instead of this year, um, 2020 being what it is, uh, <laughs> as a year in general, um, just to go out and instead of maybe big boxing it this year, if you're going to buy a gift from somebody, uh, for somebody, um, in, in your household or, or that, you know, or love, um, this, this list is kind of a, uh, like I said, a group of, of veteran-owned companies that either give back, you know, to charities, to local community charities, to veteran charities, um, all of which have great stories. The individuals that own, started, and run these companies have great um, stories. They're still companies that, just like Forrest, you know, just are unique people that are fun to be around, that have wanted to be entrepreneurial 
uh, and get outside the box and are kicking ass every day. Um, and we've started to advertise those lists on social media, um, on, I mean, you can see it on Forrest's, uh, Instagram page, our Instagram page. And they're awesome too. They're awesome. Yeah. I mean, and, and all the products are good. I mean, we have, we have a watch company, we have Forrest's company, we have our company, uh, Modus Nation. We've got a barbecue sauce company, um, which was one of your previous, uh, one of Charlinda, uh, Mutt Sauce. We've got, uh, We've got a jewelry company. This gal um, makes jewelry. It's Freedom Forged. Uh, she's got a, a family full of veterans and and uh, first responders, and she makes you know these these this jewelry that's awesome and very uh, American centric, I guess is what I would call it. Uh, we've got cranky veteran candles on there. Um, they're blowing it up. It's a couple uh, guy that uh, you know. I don't want to blow his blow his uh, story away, but you know, he's, he's got speaking of mental, you know, he's got a little bit of self-proclaimed PTSD and this, you know, he found his happy spot with his wife making these candles and they're great. It's a great product. And I, I mean, I would bet that everybody listening has bought a candle for Christmas from, you know, one of these big box stores, you know, we just, we just bought, we, my wife and I just went out and bought stuff from um, everybody's company and, and uh, we're going to, we're, we're giving that as gifts this year to, yeah. to our friends and family. So we know that the money's going to companies that give back to their communities and to charity. We know that it's going to, the profit is going into pockets of people that we care about. Um, we don't know everybody personally. We looked up just like you looked us up. We looked them all up on Instagram. We're trying to create a little network of like-minded people. Um, but, you know, if you're going to spend a buck this Christmas, Spend it with, you know, I, me, I prefer to know where my money goes. Not that I have anything against the big box stores, but I'd rather give that dollar to Forrest than to, to in a big box store this year. Cause I know Forrest is giving back Forrest, Forrest gives back, Forrest gives back to things I care about and his product is amazing. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to work together and collaborate for years to come. So uh, that in a nutshell, I know we've been going on for a little bit, so. No, that, that was, per, that was perfect. And, you know, if nothing else, just to touch on it one more time, if nothing else, when you support all these companies, you're supporting veterans and you're giving them another purpose, you're giving them another mission. So, you know, for all the talk about, you know, supporting veterans and things like that and giving to charity and everything, this is another way to do it, you know, and not that everybody needs charity and everybody needs a handout, but giving someone the, the ability to, uh, to start a new chapter in your life is, is an awesome gift. So with that being said, I think uh, Ben did a great job summarizing it and I'll, I want to leave it at that because he, he did an awesome job. Uh, so I want to say thank you to Forrest for, for coming on the show. It was a real pleasure getting to know you and hearing your story. I, I like I said, I, I really truly mean it. I love what you're doing. I love the show. Uh, I love the product. It's awesome. It's a great story. Thank you. So Thanks I'm sure we will be, guys. We'll be talking again, uh, again for Ben. Thanks again for coming on. Uh, ben is going to be having a me. frequent contributor, if not a weekly contributor, um, to, at time permitting. But uh, it's a pleasure to have him on. So, uh, with that, I'm going to end the show. I want to say thanks to everybody for listening. I hope you all have a good holiday. And Happy Turkey Day! Soon. Yeah. Nothing knows. Nothing knows.
nothing old.